This talk from Sunday Parish Church is entitled In Memory of Her or subtitled How Will They Remember You? It's given by the Reverend Hugh Davis on June 21st, 2020. Thank you for joining me today as we take up the topic of remembrance. How will we be remembered? What legacy will we leave behind? I have a memory as a young child of being bored with church and going out into the churchyard to play and seeing that some graves had lots of flowers and others had none, simply took up the flowers and distributed them around the graves. And I was severely told off by one of the church wardens. I think it's from that point that I have always had a little bit of fascination with churchyards and what people write on their graves. It's a story told of a Yorkshireman who was burying his wife. He asked the stonemason to carve on the headstone, Mary Brown, Yorkshire lass, Lord, she was thine. When the gravestone came back from the Masons, it now read, Mary Brown, Yorkshire lass, she was thin. No, he says, you can't write that. I mean, she was, but you can't write that. And so it goes back to the Mason and comes back three weeks later. And now it says, Mary Brown, Yorkshire lass, ee, she was thin. <laughs> well, statues can help as well as gravestones. And uh, these are some beautiful statues that are around our country. This one of Sir Nicola Winton, who saved the lives of more than 600 Jewish children from the Nazi concentration camps by organizing the Czech kinder transport just prior to World War II. This one of Emily Wilder Davison, suffragette, gave her life for the cause of women's rights and women's votes. Died in 1913 under the hooves of the King's Horse on Derby Day in Epsom. One of the windows in our church, uh, just across the way there in the North Chapel, tells the story of Jesus being anointed. A few days before his arrest, while Jesus was reclining at the table, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume and anointed Jesus. Some of the disciples criticized her, saying it could have been sold and the money given to the poor. But Jesus rebuked them and said, The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them any time that you wish. She has done what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. That's why I've chosen this title for today, In Memory of Her. This kindness, this simple act, she had seen in Jesus a deep sense of foreboding. She had listened to his words as he had spoken to the disciples before about this being the time when he will be arrested and killed. And she, knowing that his time was to come, took all that she had, a very expensive jar of perfume, and poured it over his feet, anointing his head and his hands and his feet, ready for burial. And Jesus says that was a very sweet thing. She did what she could. And he calls us to do the same, to do what we can, because this is the gospel. And what a strange, amazing thing that he says that this woman's simple act will be remembered throughout time. So far and wide as the gospel goes, wherever the gospel is preached in the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. And we're not given her name, but we are told that a simple woman with a simple act of kindness recognized the Savior and his coming death 
The other disciples criticized her for her kindness. They said, you could have used that better. You could have done better with your money. Could have given it to the poor. And Jesus reminds them, that's all very well for you to say, but you had the poor with you yesterday and you'll have the poor with you tomorrow. Today, she has done a kindness and all you can do is criticize. What a challenge that is to me, to do what I can while I can and not necessarily pick holes in other people that are doing acts of charity because I can think of a better way that they might have done it. Simple acts of kindness all over this church in Sandy. It's a beautiful church. It's much loved by the people of Sandy and the windows and the memorials speak to us about kindness is done. This window behind me here is dedicated by John Richardson who rebuilt this beautiful building. He came here as the new rector and found the church in a state of dilapidation and so he set about within just three years rebuilding the whole church, pulling together the people of Sandy and calling them to rebuild and to leave us with a beautiful church that we have. And you can see that over these last uh, six months we've been repairing the walls and the roof uh, the church tower now is uh, two-thirds done. You've seen the scaffolding come down and it looks great. And when we finish the outside, the challenge will be to get the inside ready for the next hundred years. In these last three months, we have seen huge changes in our nation, things that you could not have predicted. And this church needs to be ready for the generations that will follow us. It has served its place for us and now we must make sure that it serves the generation to come. And I thank you for the legacies that have been left and that will be left in the years to come so that we can not only restore the building, but we can keep the faith alive. This lovely window behind me, dedicated by John Richardson to his wife, Ellen. She was only aged 32 and she left three children in Matthew chapter 25. When I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me and I was in prison and you came to visit me. And the righteous will answer him and said, Lord, when did we see you hungry or feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick and in prison and go to visit you? And Jesus replied, truly, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. What a lovely thing for John Richardson to say, let me tell you, she was a wonderful lady and she cared for the sick and she cared for the poor and she had a heart for the lost and the least and the broken. Isn't that lovely? That is a lovely thing to be remembered for. Just across the way in the North Chapel there is a lovely epitaph to Lord Francis Pym who died just a few years ago. He served his country faithfully, a man of courage and integrity. He was the Home Secretary, his Northern Ireland Secretary. He was much loved by many people and respected by all politicians of all walks. I love this uh, epitaph just uh, here opposite me, here in the chancel. It is to Samuel Ongley of Sandy Place. Died at 47 years old. Uh, 1822. He was a kind and affectionate husband, brother, friend, possessed a heart ever open to the wants and distresses of his fellow creatures. In the circle in which he lived, he was loved and respected. 
His death has been equally mourned and lamented, and those only who lived in friendship with him knew his worth. His afflicted widow has erected the simple tablet in memory of his virtues and her irreplaceable loss. Her irreplaceable loss of a fine husband who cared for those around him, loved and respected, a heart ever open to the wants and distresses of his fellow creatures. And what of her? There's another plaque that has been raised to her. She lived on for another 20 years and they write of her. Her charities were extensive and her benevolent disposition never failed to give comfort and relief to the needy. I asked the question at the beginning, what will we be remembered for? And who will remember us? And I want to finish with this. There are things of comfort and there are things of challenge in what I'm saying this morning to myself and perhaps to you. Some days you may feel that no one will remember you. Who cares? Who loves you? To whom do you matter? How much are you worth and to whom? Let me share this passage from Isaiah with you. This is Isaiah chapter 49. And the prophet asks the question, Can a mother forget the child that she suckled? Though she may forget, says God, I will never forget you, for I have engraved you on the palms of my hand. Have you noticed the trend in recent years for people to engrave their children on their arms, sometimes on their necks or on the back of their neck, to say, I will never forget you. You are my child and I have given you birth and I will remember you all my life. That idea was God's way before this current trend. He says, on the palm of my hand, I will engrave your name so that I will never forget you whenever I see it. And you know where his hands went on the cross. He was nailed through his hand. Where your name went, the blood of Christ runs over that as he hung there for you and for me to say, I have not forgotten you. I have not abandoned you. I love you and you are mine. In fact, just a few chapters earlier, the prophet had written this. This is what the sovereign Lord says. He who created you, he who formed you, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have loved you and I have saved you. I have called you by name and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour, and I love you. That's who will remember you, the one who has engraved you on the palm of his hand, the one who gave his life for you, the one who says, whoever you are, I will remember you. When we see the love in his eyes as he speaks to us, we will do what that woman did as she came with the alabaster pot and took out this most expensive perfume and poured it with love all over the Saviour as an act of worship. So too, we will take our crowns and lay them at Jesus' feet and say, Jesus, I did this for you and I thank you for the joy that you gave me and the life that I've lived, and I thank you for the way in which you have seen me through the most difficult of days. Walk beside me every day. Your love has been constant, and I have known your presence. And so may God bless you, watch over you, 
make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you every day. To hear more talks like this, either video, podcast or the text of the talk, do visit our website at sandyparishchurch.org.